All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Business Secrets for Gym Owners. I am your Uncle Vinny here coming at you, uh, not really live, but uh, I'm here with a recap of the mastermind meeting that we had recently. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. And so uh, this past weekend, I was in San Antonio, Texas, which is the headquarters of Kiss Marketing, which is the marketing agency that I co-owned with the great Will Matheson. And it was our uh, very special event because it was the first week um, you know, weekend seminar that we did at, in, in San Antonio. And um, it was outstanding. I can't, I can't even begin to start talking about how great it was. We're still buzzing from all the breakthroughs and all the awesome stuff that happened um, over the weekend. And like I always do, I wanted to kind of give, just give you a recap uh, one, to give you some insight, uh, two, but uh, two, to tell you what you missed and how you can join us at the next one, which will be in Orlando, Florida um, on March 8th and 9th. I already know the dates, which is very rare. But uh, so it's March March 8th and 9th in, in uh, Orlando, Florida. And if you'd like to join us, uh, just send an email to hello at vincegabriel.com. We normally charge um a thousand bucks 997 to come as a guest if you're not a member but we're doing something different this year and we are um charging only 297 bucks if you sign up before december 31st so if you're interested in joining us at the next meeting and you want to save 700 bucks smart um go ahead and just send an email to hello at vincegabriel.com put uh, orlando in the subject and you can join us at the next meeting for at a $700 discount. So, all right, where do I start? I mean, there's so much that happened, but uh, I really want to make sure that I give you the nuts and bolts and give you, I, I want this podcast to be some actionable takeaways. I'm not just going to tell you kind of what happened at the meeting, but I do want to share with you some of the stuff that we taught, uh, some of the things that I taught myself, but some of the things also that um, some of the great presenters, we had some phenomenal presenters um that spoke but it was um just a tremendous tremendous weekend so i started the uh weekend off with a mindset lesson and i always do it i always do it i always talk about mindset and my quote that i pretty much lead with almost all the time is uh, uh, what i learned from the great tony robbins is the number one chokehold on a business is the psychology of the owner and so we really can't teach business without teaching about mindset now i talk about it a lot in here um but not probably not enough and but that in the in the spf mastermind we talk about it all the time because most of the most of the things that are holding gym owners back are really not mechanical business things they're really more along the lines of what's going on inside of our minds what's going on inside of our heads that's causing us to uh, that, that that's holding us back, right? That's preventing us from raising our prices. That's preventing us from making that hire we need to make. That's preventing us from making that fire that we not, that definitely need to have. That's preventing us from changing a part of our business. Like we know, you know, let's just, I'm using this example, but we know small group is more profitable than most other things, right? And so if you're listening to this and you haven't done it yet, there's a reason why. It's not that you don't know. There's plenty of knowledge out there that teaches you how to do it. There's the fear of, oh, well, what if my clients don't like it? Oh, well, what if no one signs up for it? Oh, like it, and that's purely just going on that stuff that's going on inside of our mind. So the first probably 45 minutes, I went through some specific um, 
tactics on how we can have more self-belief, how we can have more confidence uh, in our in ourselves, and why we some of us and not all of us, but why some of us I would probably say are going limb say most of us struggle with it, struggle with the belief, uh, struggle with the self-belief, struggle with confidence, and um, the reality of the situation is sometimes uh, it's really not a a thing. It really comes back to some really basic things that if you just knew these basic things, um, you'd be so much more confident. The first thing is skills. Like people underestimate the value and how many, how much learning skills gives you confidence. When I first started as a gym owner, I had no skills in business. So I wasn't confident in my ability to run a business by any means. I was very confident in my ability to train people. So I felt good about that. But I had no confidence in my ability to acquire new customers, to create a good business, to hire good people, but I had to learn that stuff. So sometimes confidence really comes down to what skills do you need to develop? What skills are you lacking? And what do you need to do? And one of the tips I gave um, that a lot of people uh, really loved uh, was take uh, six weeks and whatever skill you're lacking, whether it's marketing um, give you, I'll give a plug to the six week new client search program that I'll be running in January, right? If you're lacking in marketing, if you know that your business is being held by held back by your lack of skill in marketing, well, marketing is a skill. And what you can do is join me in the search program when I, I'm starting it, I think in Jan, late January, early February, I can't remember which exact date. Um, but we'll do the search and it's like six week deep dive. It's a six-week deep dive into helping a gym owner become better at marketing. I guarantee you, I, I can't guarantee you that you're going to be making a million dollars a year in your gym after the search, but I can guarantee you, okay, that you will have more confidence in your ability to market your gym, which in turn will get you where you want to be financially, right, over time, right? Can't say if this is magic pill, all of a sudden, you'll take this course and all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't usually work out like that. Right. But but sometimes deep dive is the, the, the thing I tell them take six weeks, six weeks and deep dive into any skill that you want to develop. And I promise you this, if you take six weeks and deep dive into a skill, whether you take a course, whether you read about that skill, whether you just uh, get with a mentor and, and sit with him and uh, sit with them and and, um, and and deep dive into that, um, you are going to become more confident. Right. So that's a simple thing. I went through a bunch of other ones, and this this would be like an 18-hour podcast if I went through everything with the mastermind. So I'm going to make sure uh, I move on from that. Um, we the, My first main business um, presentation was titled More From Less, and it was kind of a, a, um, a presentation about the Pareto principle, this whole 80-20 rule. Right, most of eighty uh, percent of your results come from twenty percent of the activities, right? And so I went deep dive into this whole Pareto concept because uh, the reason why I selected it is because I'd just been hearing it everywhere. I always knew about the Pareto principle, but I just like I was like I'm reading it in this book, and I'm listening on this podcast. I'm just I was like boom, boom, boom. It's just like hitting me so many places. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make sure I wrap this up and teach it to the guys. Um. And so I titled the presentation more from less, and um, I went through three different business concepts that can help them leverage this more from less uh, philosophy, right? The first one was the type of clients that you decide to work with. If you want to make more money with less clients, 
um, the way to do it is to understand how affluent clients think, is to target your business and shift your business around towards marketing, towards higher income people, right? And we know that when your business is, you're charging $50 a month, one, it's going to be a slog to get where you want to be financially, right? Especially in the kind of personal training world, okay? Um, so the, the so the more money that you charge, the easier it's going to be to get to your financial goals because you need less people. Well, if you need less people, you need a certain kind of person that is willing and able to pay these kinds of fees. Okay, these people think differently. Right, their lives are different. They live their lives different. They go to different places. They shop at different stores. They read different publications. And my whole point in this section was. You got to learn that. Got to understand it. Okay. You got to hang out with these people a little more. And um, I use the whole Dan Kennedy. I mean, Dan Kennedy wrote a whole book about this called Marketing to the Affluent. Dan Kennedy has a whole newsletter titled Marketing to the Affluent. So it's not like there's not a lot of information out there that is um, a, th that is out there about marketing to these people. So I kind of gave the insight on that. The second one I went through was – who will you become, right? And it was really about becoming somebody who was increasing your level of authority in your community. And I believe that this is one of the fastest ways that you can grow your business is that you can grow your authority in your community, meaning you do this through writing books, you do this through public speaking, you do this through all these different things, right? And you can grow your level of authority. And when you do that, you will make more money. Your company will make more money because people will pay to be with the expert. They will pay more money to be with the person that is known. Take in case in point, celebrities, right? I was at a, um, a seminar recently where Marcus Lemonis was the speaker, okay? I, I don't even think I'm privy to tell you, uh, I'm actually not going to say the actual number because I do know it and I'm probably not supposed to say it. But for a one-hour talk, this guy was um, paid a very, 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 very large sum of money, right? And as good as some other people in the industry that this conference was in, they would not even have come close to what the got and what this guy got for a one hour talk because he was a celebrity because he was authority because he was famous and known right and that's a drastic example right but but we can kind of mimic that in our community and we will get more results uh from a lot less time from that um the last one was about maximizing your business okay and what i w want you to think about is you have assets right now, okay? You have assets in your business. You have clients that are paying you money right now, and you have clients that are there that are willing and able to buy other things from you. And the only thing is you're not doing is you're not offering it. And so that's a more from less philosophy. A lot of times we need to go out and get more clients, more clients. We're obsessed with more clients. But at the end of the day, your business just wants to make more money. That's really what you're trying to do. And all you really need to do is look and say, okay, who is paying me right now? And 
what else can I sell them that's going to help and enhance their life? I'm not saying you sell them bullshit, right? But there's a lot of your clients that need stuff. Like your clients need probably need supplements. They need foam rollers. They need other stuff. They And you know what they probably need? They need more training. The biggest one that I gave was like, they probably need three times a week, not two. That Think about that one. Okay. And maybe this is the only big takeaway that you take from this podcast. What if every one of your clients that trains for twice a week, we're able to get you to, to three days a week. Isn't that better for them? Won't they get in better shape? Won't they be more fit? I mean, working out twice a week. I mean, really, does anyone here, does anyone listen to this podcast actually work out twice a week? Like, do you really think that that's good? And yeah, is two better than zero? Of course it is, right? And that's the argument. Oh, well, if they weren't doing two, they would do a deal. And I call bullshit on that. It's like, I think it's our duty to like get our clients to to do whatever is necessary to make them the healthiest person possible. And we know 100% and multiply it by a year. Like, dude, 50, you can either work out 104 times or whatever three times 52 is like, it's like 150 something times. I don't even know the number, right? But it's like, tell me that that is not going to be better for them. I mean, come on. And here's the deal. When someone comes twice a week, I'm getting a little rant here. Okay. When someone goes twice a week, do they really come twice a week? No. Every other month, they come six times a week or six times a month. Right. And so it's like, like uh, now we're like down to like less than a hundred workouts a year. And you guys know that most of your clients aren't doing anything outside of your gym. Right. I, uh, hopefully a lot of them are. But the majority of your clients are working out with you twice a week. That's the check their box of their workout. That's what they do. And it's not enough. It really isn't. I'm just telling you right now, it's not enough. And it's probably why your clients aren't getting the results that they want. I know that's we have that problem here at GFP. And we put in some big moves this year. right? We're looking at all our people like coming twice a week. Just like you're just checking boxes. You're doing the bare minimum. Like, Don't you want to change your life? Don't you want to transform? Let's go. Right. So it helps you, but it also helps them. Right. And so th there's your more from less right there. Maximize what you're currently doing. You get people that are paying you twice a week to pay you three times a week. And that's on, the, on that same point, I went into all right, what else can you sell them? Right. To other members of their family. And this is where I went into the grit stuff. And I started showing numbers of the, the grit sports performance program. And I've kind of, I've gotten a lot of, um, feedback from people we've actually uh now are we we have fully sold uh licensees we have paid licensees right now people that uh, there is a grit jersey shore there is a grit northern new jersey and there is a grit south carolina i'm super excited uh to announce that that grit is fully finally on the map uh oh is there and there's also a fourth in grit binghamton new york okay so we are starting to build out this empire that I'm super excited about, right? But what did Grit start from? Grit start from, I got these parents. I'm trying to maximize revenue without getting more clients, right? Or requiring more customers. Well, I know there's other people in their home that need stuff, that need training, right? Maybe it's not their spouse, maybe it's their kids. And that's kind of why I opened up to the sports performance because I didn't have to go and acquire new leads. I really just could go to get the program started. I could just go to the families 
It'd just be like starting starting this kids program. That's how the whole thing got launched, right? And grit is like for us at least it's exploding right now. Um, I believe we I I, know, I do know the math. We we sold thirty two spots, thirty one, thirty two. I can't remember the exact number on the first day of launch. So on October sixteenth, we sold thirty two spots. Um, and then uh, a week later, we had 50. And then Mike says we've been getting two or three a day since then. So we're probably close to 80 signups. Um, and the program does not start. I'm recording this on, shoot, I don't even know, um, November 5th, 6th, 7th, something like that, 7th. And then it doesn't start for like over a month away. So, I mean, I think we'll do okay. All right, so that's more that we want from us. And then I went into growth. Like the, that was kind of the whole theme of the seminar. The whole theme of the seminar was kind of getting into, all right, how do we grow? And I realized not everyone wants to grow the same way, okay? And what I did was I I kind of outlined three different paths, okay, that people grow. And the first path I outlined was a growth path of having one location, right? Some of you have one gym. You don't want to open multiple gyms. You don't want to franchise your gym. You don't want to open up other businesses. You just want to have one really good gym. And that's a great path. And there's a lot of really successful people that do that. And that's okay. And you shouldn't feel ashamed or anything like that, that you don't want to like, you know, build, go out and build this, you know, a thousand location empire. Who cares what other people are doing? Just do what you want. Right. And if building one really good gym is what you want, then go do it and do it well and do it great. Okay. So that was the first path. Just one, two, the second path was multiple locations. Right. We have a lot of guys in the mastermind opening up multiple locations. Okay. That's the second path. Um, and the third path was more of a community of businesses, right? Similar to what I'm doing, right? I opened up a gym, I opened up a consulting business. We have a sports performance license. Okay. I just have a different community business. It's just what's interesting to me. It's what's fun for me. Okay. I like being scattered and thrown all over the woods. All right. But the reality is you can grow at any one of these paths. You can grow. Okay. And what I outlined in this presentation was the different um, things that you need to grow whatever path you decide to take, right? There's specific growth qualities that you need to grow your company, whether you have one location, whether you have a hundred locations or whether you have a community of businesses, it doesn't matter. You're going to need these things. The first thing I talked about was you need to know what you want. I can't stress this enough. You need to know what you want. The great Tom Plummer said to me, if you don't know what you want, no one can help you. Man, I got smart. And I remember him saying this to me. And at the time, I didn't know what I want. And I just was like, yeah, well, that's why I'm trying to get all this coaching and nothing's working. I just didn't know what I wanted. And when I figured out what I wanted, my life changed. And I'll say this. We have the CEO mastermind and the CEO guys that get up to the front of the room and they know exactly what they want. They have the best hot seats. They get the best advice. They leave all fired up and energetic. And the guys that get up to the front of the room and are unclear of what they want, they struggle. They struggle mightily because if they don't know what they want, how do you really communicate what kind of help you need? Sometimes the help they need is to figure out what they want. And that's okay. And that's what they really should do. They should get up there and say, I don't know what I want and I need help figuring it out. And sometimes it's a process that we have to go through to really ask them a bunch of questions of why they want what they want. How does the business fit into their life? Um, and that was another question 
um, that I asked too is when I was going through these growth paths, whatever you decide. Um, and this is a good one for you to write down if you're listening at home. I said, um, you need to outline the rules. I'm kind of paraphrasing of what I said at the seminar, but you need to outline the actual business rules for how your business is going to fit into your life, right? What are the rules of business? Meaning what are you going to say yes to? What are you definitely going to say no to in business to fit and live the life you want? Right. Because if you don't know that, you are probably going to go do something that you don't want to do. Right. So if being home at five o'clock every day with your family for dinner is what you want, probably it's not the best idea to go and, and start a franchise. We're going to open a thousand locations. Right. So you got to like almost like weigh the good. Doesn't mean it's impossible. Doesn't mean at some point you'll be able to do that. But what I want you to do is, uh, oh, that's what it was. It was create the, what, what, the, create the deal breaker rules, right, for your life, for how you want your business to fit in your life. Create the deal breaker rules for how you want your business to fit into your life. Sorry, I totally butchered that. Create the deal breaker rules for how you want your business to fit into your life, right? So when you're thinking about growth, you got to think about these rules that you want to set. For me, Personally, one of the reasons I chose this community of business thing is because I have more freedom in this way, right? I have more autonomy over my schedule and I have three kids and I have a wife who I love more than anything in the world. And I want to spend as much time with them as possible. And the business that I've created has enabled me to do that. And so what you got to do is you got to, so when you figure out what you want, make sure you're figuring out what you want within the life that you want to live. Okay. So that was the first one, figure out what you want and create the path. Uh, number two, I talked about A players, okay? I don't know a business that's growing where the owner doesn't have some A players on the squad, right? And what I did was I went over the different qualities of A players, and I was surprised at this. This, when we always do biggest takeaways at the end. I was shocked at how many people thought that this was their biggest takeaway. Their biggest takeaway was the qualities that they're looking for in A players. Um, and I had a couple slides about how to lead A players. So there's some really, really good stuff in there about the these top end people that you want to find. These people are the linchpins. These people are the ones that you're going to grow with. Other players will come and go. But these A players are the ones that you're going to want to really grow your company with. Right. And I have, you know, a, a small handful of A players across all my companies. And man, um, my staff is not nearly as big as some other people's. And uh, I'll put our results up against most of them with the A players that we've actually got. Um, one of the other qualities I talked about in order to grow was the importance of data, the importance of data. And that as your company grows, you cannot get wrapped up in everything emotionally, right? Because the bigger it, it gets, the farther it gets away from you, right? You're probably not going to know every client. It's likely you might not know every trainer. I'll be honest with you. Um, we have um, almost 15 full-time staff members at Kiss Marketing. I don't know everyone, right? I met some of them for the first time this weekend. And the reality is some of them I had to ask, Will, what their names were. And hopefully I'll get to, you know, to know everyone's name. But the reality of the situation is as you continue to grow, all right, 
um, you're not going to know everything that's going on and you have to rely on data um, to be to tell you that. So that's super important. You got to learn how to read your scoreboard. You got to learn how to read a profit and loss statement. All these things become super important when your company grows. Now, if just if you want your business to be just you and a part time trainer, you know, for the rest of your life, that's fine. But you so you're not going to need a lot of data. Okay, um, you still should, even though uh, it's small. But when your company grows, you got to learn how to how to run it from the data and not your emotions. Um, we had lunch after that, and then Joe Hashi came on. And Joe Hashi, as I can't begin to to talk about what an unbelievable guy this this person is. Um, he's one of my favorite people in the world, but also someone I respect tremendously. He did an unbelievable two-hour presentation all about money leaks. And he went through 50 of them. <laughs> Sometimes people were just like, oh my God, you're just making me feel like crap. But um, the reality was he went through all these different money leaks and workshopped it. That's why Joe is so great. He he workshops his presentations. So he teaches slightly um, and then you workshop it. So people will leave, leaving with where in their business they're leaking money, right? And they were able to identify, oh, this is a specific area where my business is not performing well. And I know I'm going to go home and fix it. So many of them left with several, not 50, right? Because he gave 50 possible. But I think people left. I think the goal was for everyone to leave with eight money leaks, eight things identified in their business that were not performing and were probably causing them to leak money to go home and fix. So it was like basically eight to-dos, eight action steps, eight things to tackle um, and he gave 50 to choose from, and people were able to narrow it down. Da, uh, unbelievable presentation, unbelievable presentation. And again, Joe Hashi is one of my favorite people in the world. And um, he just is um, did, did so great. Then we had the CEO Mastermind Maven Awards. We had three gyms present to um, th that were selected by me. Uh, to uh, be a finalist in the Mastermind Member of the Year Award. We had uh, Joe Riggio and Dan Goodman from Varsity House Gym in Orangeburg, New York. We had Ben Quist from Foreman Fitness in Wisconsin. And then we had Tony Biancino from Outrun Your Fork uh, right here in Garwood, New Jersey, or Westville, New Jersey. And uh, it was a tight race. They all did a tremendous job in their presentations. And uh, Tony ended up being the winner uh, partly because he had and such an incredible story. I mean, Tony went from being a million dollars in debt to um, to to I think he says he's got three hundred thousand dollars in a cash cushion now after being a million dollars in debt. So a pretty tremendous story. And he went through some very challenging, tough times, um, but couldn't be more proud of all three of the finalists. And um, it's just a. It was just a tremendous thing. We came back for day two. I started day two with uh, some interesting thing that I hadn't done before. I started day two with a visualization exercise. I had taught visualization um, in the morning of day one. And I, I kept getting questions about it. I kept getting feedback about it, saying it was really helpful. And I ended up having this idea. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll bring everyone an hour early and I'll do what's called a guided visualization so I could teach them how to do visualization. And I did a guide. And I asked at the end of the day one, I was like, who would be interested in coming an hour early? Because we always start at nine o'clock. 
And um, I was like, who's willing to come at eight o'clock and I'll do an hour of visualization with you guys. Uh, I, but we had 70 guests in person. Okay. And another 30 or something on zoom. Um, I don't know how many on zoom we had, but I know that 65 out of the 70 were there and showed up at eight o'clock for the visualization. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Right. And some of them went out drinking pretty hard that the, the night before, uh, but they showed up 65 out of 70 people showed up to do uh, a guided visualization. So that's how we started the day. It was really awesome. Uh, and then uh, Rick Mayo came. It was really, really good. Um, Rick is uh, one of my favorite people uh, in the fitness industry. I'm speaking at his conference uh, next year. And I asked him to come speak at mine. We do favors like this uh, for each other. Uh, but he came in and uh, did a wonderful job. I, I asked him to do it, the, a presentation that I saw him do at Perform Better. I thought it was a really good one. Um, and it was basically a business slash personal development um, thing. But Rick's just been in the business for so long. I think 31 years he's been in the fitness industry. And um, he just gave a ton of different really great takeaways um, one of them, one of them being, uh, you know, you don't need to, to go in the cold tub every morning to get your day started, which, which I, I love my cold tub, but, uh, Rick's, he's Rick's what Rick likes to bash the morning routines. And again, I, I, I like, um, I I'm in agreement with Rick is that you probably don't need to do a warm up a morning routine that lasts till 12, uh, till lunchtime. Uh, it's, I call it a morning routine for a reason. Um, but I do think that uh, some routines and or having it at least a routine is um, a really really powerful thing um, to do. But Rick was was tremendous. After Rick, we had Will Matheson. Uh, it was a it was a great presentation. Uh, Will is the CEO of Kiss Marketing, um, and Will is on the ground floor of a company that's doing ad management and website design and CRM management for over. 168 companies uh, worldwide. And it's not a small sample size that we have. And there's a ton of data that's flying around about what's converting on websites, about what is happening in Facebook and what is happening in the digital marketing space. And that's what I love about having an agency is because a lot of the things that are happening in the agency I can get that reporter back to me um, from Will, and and that's stuff that we can teach in the mastermind. Um, but Will did a really really good good job as always. He told some great stories and did a tremendous job on telling us what's working now um, in the digital marketing space. Um, then we had uh, Devin Gage spoke, and Devin Gage spoke about. Uh, what did he speak about? Uh, oh, expansion. So Devin has opened up a bunch of gyms this year and he talked about the expansion and made a good point of should you actually even expand? So it kind of was a good compliment to what I talked about in my first talk uh, about the different paths, but he kind of gave some of the, the, the negatives of open and again, it's something he's doing, but the challenges that, that have, he's run into with opening multiple locations and he's done it extremely well um, and has had massive success this year. Um, but uh, kind of made the really good point that that opening multiple locations is not for everybody. 
and gave some great insight on that. And then we ended uh, the last presentation of the day was Tom Leonardis. And Leo is our sales guy. He used to run my gym at GFP. And I, I'm hard on these guys that present. I push them hard to prepare. I push them hard to do a good job and have a good presentation, especially the guys on my staff, right? And um, I, I will tell, say that Leo did you know, one of his best presentations that he's ever done, and he got some really good feedback from everybody. Um, going last is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world because these guys are – you know, at, at the end of that, at that time, they've gotten a lot thrown at them. Um, but Leo did a great job, and his title was um, 10 Things to Do uh, to Get ten Your Next 10 Clients in 10 Days. And he gave some very, very specific sales tactics, which is really good. And what I love about Leo is he he's very tactical, right? So he tells you how to do it. He, this is what you do. And he posts a picture of convert cloud and and Leo even took a step further he's he had the um he had a QR code and he created not only his slides and presentations but he created a whole document that was like a 15 page document that had all kinds of swipe, uh, basically a sales training swipe file that he gave to everyone in the audience and that's a, that's a really cool thing and that's what I love you know about these presentations is they're getting stuff from the actual presentations but the speakers are bringing the value right uh leo brought extreme value with the with the thing that he gave to everybody the last time ben quist uh present, presented he did the same thing where he had a qr code and he gave away like all this stuff all these like resources that he created just for the group um so there's so much value being passed around in in the guys that are doing these presentations um, and then we finished the day with rocks. It was a great, great, great rock session. Uh, we do some fun stuff, but rocks are essentially goals. And basically we said, all right, here's, you know, where you've been, here's where you are right now. What do you need to accomplish in the next 120 days? So we have our meetings 120 days apart. And so what we want them to do is leave with specific projects and specific goals that need to be accomplished by the next meeting. And I led them through a process to be able to do that. And so they left with a lot of clarity because sometimes you learn a lot of stuff and you'd be like, oh my God, I'm drinking from a fire hose. There's too much stuff. Um, but what the rock session does is the rock helps clarify, all right, what do I need to focus on? I can't do everything I just learned, but what do I need to focus on? Um, and that's what we do with that one. And then we ended the day with biggest takeaways. And we had some really awesome ones and some great things. And um, I will tell you this is, you know, this is the best job in the world. I am so grateful. And uh, there was a guy that, um, well, before I tell the story, we had six mastermind members that came as guests. Um, all six of them ended up joining up the mastermind, which was really, really cool. I mean, typically there's always a couple people that kind of get cold feet or whatever, but we had six mastermind members on a guest and all six signed up. So it was really awesome, really powerful. I'm really you know, grateful for them for trusting us. Um, and then uh, again, if you're listening to this and you're not a member and you want to join us uh, in Orlando at the next one, just send an email to hello at vincegaber.com. Put a land Orlando in the subject, and you can join us for two ninety seven, not nine ninety seven. So um, be sure to do that. Remember that expires December thirty first. So be sure you want to do that if you want to come. Now's the time. Now, plus you want to get all 
book your room, do all that stuff. Right. But the, the best thing was, is um, this was the highlight for me personally. I, I got to my room. We went to dinner afterwards on Saturday night and I got to my room at about like nine o'clock. I had a really early flight the next morning because I took the 6.45 a.m. flight because I needed to get back early because I was taking Vanessa and the girls to the Pink concert at Madison Square Garden. So it was, it was, a, it was like a long couple of days in Mastermind. And then I went and we took the train in to, to the Madison Square Garden and went to the Pink concert, which was really cool. Um, but I was I was definitely tired. The next day I was like exhausted. Um, but I, so it's 9 o'clock at night. I'm ready to go to bed. And I got a knock on my door. And it was someone from the hotel and they handed me a letter and they're like, someone brought this letter to the front desk and asked that it be delivered to you. And I was like, all right, that's a little weird. Um, and I opened the letter and it was from one of the members of the group. And uh, it was a handwritten letter and it was two pages long. And I started to read the letter and it was talking about how he was struggling. It was talking about how, um, he almost didn't come to the mastermind and talked about how some of the stuff he learned and some of the stuff we did and different things totally changed his mindset. And he's on fire right now and he's going home and he's having better conversations with his wife and his kids and just he's more excited about his business than he's ever been. Um, and it just made, you know, I was excited because the mastermind went really well. We signed up people for grit. We signed up all six mastermind members that came on a guest pass we got tons of really good feedback from it. So I was like flying high to begin with and just excited about what we were doing. But when I got that letter, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is like what it's all about. And, um, it just was an unbelievable ending to such a, such a very extraordinary job that I have that we have at, you know, SPF and it's, it's an incredible journey that we're on and we're just getting started. And, you know, to be on the journey with great people like Joe Hashi and Will and Amanda and Leah, like, it's just, um, it's, it's really tremendous. And sometimes I just pinch myself of how lucky I am uh, to be doing this and being so grateful to help gym owners grow uh, a great business. And um, so for the man that wrote me that letter, I will be sending you a note to, to thank you um, for that, but know that that made it what made it a successful event. What made me very happy to have a successful event. Know that that letter that was sent to me um, made it ten times better. So I'm very grateful uh, for your words. Whoever wrote that letter to me, if you're listening to this, um, so it was really cool. It was really great. I hope this podcast you got some nuggets and some takeaways. Um, from it, but mostly I hope you join us. Like this is like, you know, this is what I wake up every morning excited about doing. I wake up every morning excited um, about helping gym owners grow their business, and um, I'm looking for other great people to help too. So um, if you'd like to join us in Orlando at the next meeting, send an email to hello at vincegabriel.com. Put Orlando in the subject, and you can join us. The fee to join us is only 297 bucks. That's chump change for a two-day event like this. Um, um, or if you want to wait till after December 31st, you can pay uh, 997 Either way, it's good with me as long as you come. Um, so hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you got some good nuggets from it. And I will see you soon. Thanks so much. 
What's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. Do me a favor and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. This way you'll get notified when we get new episodes come out. And if you really, really loved it, I'd truly appreciate it if you left us a five-star rating. So thanks so much. If you're looking for more free stuff uh, from me, head over to vincesfreebook.com. You'll get a free copy of my marketing book. And just head over to vincesfreebook.com and I'll send you a copy. Thanks.